Yeah. And, and you and me, we've been very lucky because we've got the chance to actually uh, do these kind of experiments in stores. Uh, we have conducted three groundbreaking and unique in-store music research studies in the world. So let us start with the world-leading fast food chain study, which is the biggest field study in, of its kind, because we had 16 stores, 2 million transactions, 2,000 plus customer interviews, 150 staff interviews during a period of five months in Stockholm. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. walk us through our research process and the advantage of a large-scale field experiment. The advantage is, of course, that what we want, I think this is my background in economics, you, you really want to, uh, you want to capture the causal effect. So most of the studies that are published today, they are very, very small. So typically this research that cooperate with one store, maybe two store. Uh, looking at their sales data and doing interviews for one or two weeks or something like that. And as I said previously, the problem then is that you really don't know if it's the causal effect of music that you are capturing with this study. So what what I wanted to do uh, when I started talking with Soundtrack for Your Brand is that I realized, well, you have this platform. I mean, you have they can actually control the music from their headquarter and if you have a chains in this case this fast food chain you could randomize which playlists are playing and when they are playing in the different locations and then you can have some control uh, in a control group of stores also and in that way uh, the what you can say the intervention the music that you play is just random it's not related to some underlying background variable that can influence the results. Uh, and if you collect them data for a long time, uh, you can actually then capture, we argue that we could capture the causal effect of music, or maybe you could say we capture the value of music mm. in this uh, restaurant. So this is the huge, I would say, digitalization uh, has brought this to us so that we can actually conduct very, very fascinating experiments in, uh, in, in retail stores or in restaurants or, or, or even shopping malls uh, by using this kind of research design. Yeah, I'm, I'm so blessed that I got this chance to reach to this you know, digitalization uh, age. Um, now tell our audience what our results showed and were you surprised over our findings? The results are very fascinating. I can tell also from start to just set up the audience what we tested. We had actually four different playlists. We had one playlist that wasn't a playlist at all. It was no music. <laughs> so some, some store owners didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, they contacted us. I'm like, you yeah, need yeah, to yeah. put the music back. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, so, so the store owners, they think that music works anyway. <laughs> they didn't like the no music, uh, but we had that condition uh, to test that. And then we had what we called uh, a no brand fit playlist. And that was actually, I would say, radio music, the most popular songs in Sweden at that time. No brand fit, uh, nothing. We just had excluded some uh, 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 songs with explicit lyrics and stuff like that. But otherwise it was just uh, the most popular songs, like turning on the radio, I would say. Mm. Uh, and then we had a playlist that was also uh, just popular songs, but where people at Soundtracker brand had, had actually 
selected which songs that uh, fitted with the brand values of that company. Um, so it, it was kind of uh, selected to, to, to fit the brand values then. Uh, and then we had uh, the last playlist was also brand fit, but here we included mostly songs that were not that familiar. Mm-hmm. So probably customers haven't never heard that song before, before entering this uh, restaurant. Uh, and what we found is that this last playlist, when we had this brand fit playlist with uh, less popular song, less familiar songs, it actually increased sales by 9% compared to a playlist when we played this radio music, the no brand fit music, showing that uh, uh, instrument music can have a huge impact on, on, on sales. Um, and remember that this was in a fast food chain. So I was a bit skeptical that we were going to do this big experiment in fast food chain because if you're going to a fast food chain you often have decided already what you want to buy mm. and you sit there for a short time and you want you go out <laughs> uh, right yeah uh, but here we found that when you had actually this brand fit playlist with less popular music people actually stayed for a longer time and they what the, the what increased most in sales was actually desserts and coffee and it wasn't sorry, but it wasn't even summer. I, I love to no, say that no, to no, people. No. It was winter. It was from no. January until like what what May? No, April. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that also since we have this randomized control experiments, it doesn't matter the time, you know, because yeah. we had everything was uh, uh, randomized. So I mean, some stores played a different kind of playlist during the summer, and other played. So it was mixed over any totally randomly. So we hadn't selected which playlist was going to play at the different stores. Yeah. So randomization is a key here to find the causal effect. Uh, but yeah, so it was a huge impact. And what also was interesting that we interviewed the customers when they were going out from the when they went out from the stores, and um, it was also uh, apparent that they they didn't actually it, the, the music affected them in a, some kind of subconscious way. I would say mm-hmm. they they didn't realize. So, for instance, we had this question at the end of the questionnaire that did you notice the music that was played in the restaurant and 41% said that yeah we noticed the music when we had no music at all (laughs) (laughs) which is is so hilarious yeah so people really really don't know they don't they don't really know and another thing that was interesting because a lot of this research focus on uh, what we can say emotions they mean that music is emotionally driven uh, and uh, that is why then affects sales. So we feel better, we are happier and more satisfied and then we buy more. But what's interesting here is actually that the playlist that uh, the customers said they was most happy with was when we played popular music, you know. but when they shopped, when they when they bought most stuff and when the sales increased most was when we played less popular music mm-hmm. and then they were less satisfied. So here's also the case that maybe we should focus less on what people actually think they respond to and more how they actually respond. Um, so here is the case that's then. And I think we have kind of developed, I think that's maybe one of the most interesting uh, findings in this piece of research is that the the inclusion of non-familiar music, Hmm. because what it seemed to indicate is that if you play to familiar music and popular music, even if it's brand fit, 
uh, it can actually distract the consumers because you you know that song you have heard it on the radio you know it you have some experience you may be fed up with it you maybe have some bad experience with it you maybe broke up with your girlfriend or boyfriend <laughs> or whatever i don't know uh, and but you realize that song when you and then you kind of go off consumer mode you know but if you have music that kind of it it fits the environment it fits the brand but it's it's you don't know it it's like just in the background so it affects you in a subconscious way you don't think about it and it's just it, it I, and i believe that that's probably the best way of using music in the store implying then that maybe uh, store owners restaurant owners should try to f- play more music that are less familiar you know uh, not playing this top thousand songs or whatever because that that can actually have a negative effect on sales and we also saw that that we had some indication it's not statistically significant but it was actually the case that the the playlist that was worse to play was 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 when you played just radio music mm-hmm. that was no brand fit mm-hmm. uh, that actually decreased sales more when you compare to no music. So it was better to play no music at all than to play the the, the most popular radio songs. Um, so I, uh, so if you if you don't have a clue what kind of music you want to play, then you shouldn't probably not play any music at all in your store. So for audiences that don't know, what does it mean that it's significant result? Yeah, all right. Yeah, a significant result is something where I can say that well, the impact of playing this music on sales, for instance, in the case is is uh, uh, when it's statistically significant. I can say that it had a positive effect on sales uh, for certain. So with the ninety-five percent probability, I can say that the effect is positive. So if you play this playlist, you will increase sales. Uh, but if it's not statistical, I cannot really rule out that the effect is zero. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so that that's that's the case, uh, uh, and that's what we use. So we're using a, uh, quite advanced, not very advanced, but quite advanced method to to try to capture that causal effect doing this huge randomized field experiments. And then we also do what something maybe that we that we call placebo testing. I don't know if we're going to talk about that also, maybe. Yeah, tell us, tell us. Yeah, so placebo test is like in a medical experiment. You know, you give the sugar pills and you give real uh, medicine. Uh, we do the same here also, just to to make sure that our we have actually captured the effect of playing this kind of music uh, on sales. We kind of uh, make a fake experiments <laughs> and and collect data the year before. The exactly same period, but then we haven't done an experiment, of course, and then we just, but we just kind of um, uh, make a thought experiment that we have the same experiment during that time when we didn't have an experiment, and uh, then we expect that we shouldn't find any results. If the experiment is where uh, is well designed, we shouldn't find any results from the experiment when we didn't do an experiment. So that's a placebo test. And we did that and we also, and, and that, that was also the resource that we found. We had no effect when we did this placebo test. So when giving sugar pills, we had no effect, which is what, what we should expect to find. So this is also a clear indication that we have actually captured the effect of, of backward music in this restaurant chain. So the result of it would be that again, do experiments 
and also think about that popular music might not always be good as you said i think that the we have to think psychology behind it. Yeah. Uh, I, I always compare it with try try to read a book and listen to a song with lyrics, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's all about the distraction. And in this case, I would say from my analyzed perspective is that when the popular and mixed with the non-popular but brand fit music was playing, maybe it is because that okay people recognize one or two songs and then they go into this like bubble of nice music that makes that fits the atmosphere they like being there but they don't recognize it so they become go into like a bubble um and and yeah it's it's psychology is very very um interesting yeah yeah Yeah, and i think i think also that's the what soundtrack your brand the reason why they're mixing popular and less familiar songs in their playlists. But um, actually, I would say that we really don't know. Uh, Mm. Maybe it's better to just have songs that are not familiar. No one has tested that. As far as I know, we have no test of uh, what are the effects if you are using brand fit, but, you know, vary the familiarity. uh, And uh, maybe it's the case that you shouldn't even have any popular song but it's it's an interesting question i think uh, because previously of course it has been impossible to uh, test what are the effect of playing familiar songs contra unfamiliar songs but now with all the streaming services and mm. spotify you can actually control for how popular a song is by looking at how many streams they have so uh, now it's actually possible to to look at the familiarity aspect of the music which is very very interesting and yeah. i think that this is if, if you go back to some uh, Hoover Schultz and and starbucks remember that what they started to experiment with was actually to play less known bands mm-hmm. in their coffee shops yeah. uh, and, and uh, claim that that had a very huge uh, impact on their, on their results. Uh, I think Howard Schultz some said, have, have this uh, quote that I love that yes <laughs> and Java it seemed were, natu- were, were a perfect fit or a natural fit or something like that. So uh, it's cool. <laughs> Thank you.